0: all right and we are live welcome 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 hey all you crazy sci-fi and fantasy fans it's time for your daily dose of shenanigans over here at the blasters and blades podcast just three nerdy veterans geeking out over our science fiction passions and fantastical fantasies a place where magic is king the sky is the limit and space is the place the podcast that puts the fun in dysfunction mostly that's just nick but we love him anyway Everyone's going to have a
1: dysfunctional vet in the group. I guess I
0: drew the short straw. You well, are. I Most mean, of the time, shot. that's me. But but that's why we brought you on. So it could not be me this time. And Doc just pretends to look all innocent, but you know she's more messed up than all of us. <laughs> all right. So uh, for those of you who are wondering, and you didn't read the title of the episode, we're going to talk about uh, what we're reading, what we're watching, all the cool things nerdy, uh, instead of just sure. doing author interviews. Uh, fair warning, Nick's probably only going to be reading books with pictures, but it's okay. Yeah. He's going to hey, see Scott you
2: know well, start. I got on the show. I'm
0: the comic book aficionado. <laughs> what, what were we saying, Doc?
2: Everybody's got to start somewhere.
0: That's right. Well, I've, I've learned a lot there.
2: about George Perez this last year.
0: He but... well, was our grandpa. George was kind of like the dad of fandom, comic book fandom. So, so before we dive into what we're reading, since you brought it up, what, uh, what comics are you working on right now? Me right now, currently, uh, I kind of nothing right now, I'm I'm waiting
1: on writers, I'm waiting on writers to finish their script. So I got, uh, two comics right now in, in the writing phase of development, um, Corvid and Sparrow is going to be done here. He's got, he's got like six pages to write and Trevor is working on the second issue of swinner and prime so so
2: is six pages a lot to write
1: it can be
2: okay it can be um i mean i don't mean to be demeaning or anything i just don't know
1: no um the thing is like we all of our books are designed to be ongoing not like a mini series or a draft novel or anything like that so it doesn't always have a defendant and it'll tie up that story arc and then we'll set up for the next one so and we got to
2: many novels
1: a lot of a lot of novels do that and then we also have to see how we're going to tie it into the other titles that are in production so
0: so you're working right now on your superhero sort of world uh yeah. i know at one point in time on one of our episodes you mentioned you were looking at potentially doing some sci-fi and straight fantasy comics is that something you're still working on
1: yes um but there's a lot of things we need to get off the plate first we want to get the heroes established um because we've been working on a lot of those for up to five years and they haven't seen the light of day yet um so hopefully they're really i know they're gonna be really good because we're taking a lot of time and care on them, so cool you know what so that sounds
2: like a very george r martin answer
1: so every time someone mentions a, mentions what i'm gonna finish in the next book i kill a stark so, ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh what's the the output like well for those of us who don't know like if you're doing a comic book assuming you go balls to the walls what's the average it takes to make one are you talking about like time yeah like if it does it what six months to write it another month to draw it, uh, I, don't it. But I was doing it all by myself for like the
1: first two issues of phantom hot like 2011 2012 um it was about it was over 200 hours to do everything wow okay of manpower yeah that's why it works best as a team so it used to take me a year to put out a book now it still takes me a year to put out a book because I'm broke and that shit costs me money mm-hmm. but but uh, when I when it was rock and roll like 2018 2017 we put out like six titles that year
2: so here's a question on some of it with is there the comic version of print on demand?
1: Yeah, um, if you go to, um, let me see if it's still there. No, Indie Planet has a print on demand option. Um, I'm not sure if Comics Wellspring does, but um, Indie Planet, and I think they renamed it, they used to have a,
0: a print on demand website that was called uh, Indie Monkey. Now, what's the quality of the print-on-demand for comics? I know there's some quality issues when you do it, like print-on-demand books from Amazon versus like if you go through Ingram Sparks and get it traditionally put together. Yeah, no, I mean they're I they're set up to the same
1: parameters as if I was ordering, um, ordering a bundle for myself to sell.
2: Okay, so
1: like fulfilling work. so it'll be whatever parameters I put in there: the glossy cover, a matte cover.
2: A yeah, print, we had a a mom who came into Barnes and Noble when we were there and she tried to return when I worked there, she tried to return a graphic novel she bought from Amazon to Barnes and Noble. It doesn't work anyways. because, but here, her problem was like all the ink kept staining her daughter's hands.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm like,
1: that's, that's poor quality. On the ink
2: yeah. Part. So, I mean, I'm not going to accuse Amazon of putting out, for- oh yeah, I will. But I won't.
0: I won't. After good things.
2: Not on air, but I mean, it may have been a- Sell my books,
0: Bezos, Please, please sell the books. All right. Um, yeah, I've also- Ooh, I don't
2: read, sell books. I'm good. So
0: I, I've run into the extreme opposite. I think it's, is um, it Trollor Games that does it? One of the guys, we interviewed one of them, who's like so obsessed with quality that he built his own print shop to print his own d d manuals for his company.
1: That was something I was kicking around for a while. I was taking out a loan. <laughs> He's, whichever they gotta, is, I know they're in Arkansas. way down at like, middle of 2018 we slowed way down i wasn't yeah. pumping out
0: many,
1: as many books but it, we were building up to that point where it seemed like every month we were putting out a new book
0: well so if you didn't notice uh stabby walked in behind him and she didn't kill him so no. this is not a good horror movie yet but uh we're here to talk about whatever we're reading. and then we'll we'll talk about what nerdy stuff we're watching so we could we could do a little bit of both so uh, we'll start with you, Doc. What, uh, what nerdiness are you reading right now? What's sci-fi or fantasy or anything specific?
2: bit of both. So I just finished Thrall by Jennifer Blackstream. It's in her mystery series because um, I totally got hooked when we interviewed her. And, uh, and it's the same series. It's her um, witch detective series. It's so much fun. And then I am, so I just finished that literally last night and I have started Touched by an Alien. Get your minds out of the gutter, people. We did interview Jenny Jenny Koch on it. It's a sci-fi novel. So a bit of both.
0: You just ruined uh, Stabby's day. She was getting all excited with that title. And now she's like, mm, okay, sci-fi. find an
2: Alien is well worth it. She, she'll love it because Area 51's involved.
0: I already huh. know about that. Right back Rebecca? Well, her old Rebecca. <laughs> uh, so what most of you don't know is she actually used to work there, but she escaped and she's in WITSEC, so this is not what she That's really what looks like. Mary Nick. You can't say WITSEC. She's under my care, man. Well, I mean, we're not saying That's she's from Alpha Sashari, but I'm just saying maybe she's that. not really <laughs> You're not supposed uh, to tell people. Oh, dang it. I broke the rules again. <sighs> All right. Uh, uh, Nick's going to have to get her a new new cover and start again. <laughs> shouldn't be too hard we'll move back to Texas why are you a- telling me <laughs> so, so uh, you, you came in here to talk with us about books so what are you reading uh, right now Stabby I am reading The Five oh, okay. and it's actually the life
3: stories of the women killed by Jack the Ripper
0: oh Ooh, well, so that, it's, it's inspired a lot of spec fic so I think it, it we'll slide it in grandfather that
1: Oh man, I wish I would have known when you were reading this. I could have started reading From Hell again. That's a great So
3: I'm only on, like, I just started it. It's about Jack
1: the Ripper from Hell.
3: I just started it, and it's about their lives prior to, obviously, the night that they were, um, you know, taken out of this world, stabby stabbied.
1: When they were (laughs) shut in their mortal coil.
3: But it's actually pretty cool because you find out a lot of them. they were going through a lot of hardship before before they ever even started into the life that got them. You know, so
0: do they, they speculate were. on who they thought Jack the Ripper was?
3: I haven't gotten that far yet. So there's supposed to be speculation on a few different people that it could be towards the end, but you have to get through the five stories of the women first. I do know that they was. They were hinting at a specific murder castle in
2: chicago oh i actually know what you're talking about
0: so for those of us who don't because
2: tamsin silver who if you're reading this you have to read her untold legend series that starts with billy the kid because
0: yeah so what does that have to do with the murder castle i want to know about the murder castle
2: h.h holmes
3: Okay, and okay. his murder castle.
0: i got you they,
3: he was he there left was america you. just long enough
2: speculation that he may have been jack the ripper yep. See? tamsin can listen to this and then go oh my god suska actually pays attention
0: so they so covered
2: they this are, on- i
3: haven't gotten there yet we'll see right now i'm still like in between the first woman and how it's leading into the second woman and the that they may know have known each other before that, okay.
0: So- they actually um, did. Uh, they covered this topic on one of the Sherlock Holmes episodes when they did the TV. Where I think it was uh, something. Lou was the female actress that played uh, Watson. Wendy Lou, okay. Uh, and they were talking about. They speculated it was the king in that episode. One of the one of the royal family in that episode was the speculation.
3: So there's. There's a lot of speculation about who it could be, but um, that one was one of my favorites as well as H, the, the whole idea of H.H. H. Holmes being Jack the Ripper, it just kind of fit a little too well for me um, because the name that he used when he was traveling from America to England, the time frame in which Jack the Ripper happened, he was not in America. He was in England, and then shortly after the last murder, he was back in Chicago at the World's Fair. Um,
1: and the killings had stopped in the UK,
3: and they had started back up in America. So um, it, it seems like it could have happened, but
0: sure. so I mean, realm of possibilities. Yeah. So are you reading anything in the sci-fi fantasy specfic face uh, space other than uh, what you're reading with the the stabby stabbies which is appropriate given your nickname?
3: Um, I my trip to Barnes & Noble was all true crime right now. This this go around was all true crime. So I have um, Another book that is like 18 stories of true crime that was actually solved by family members and then um, a fictional book about something similar, but I haven't even started that one yet. She enjoys true crime. I, I kind of had to pick and choose this go round because um my stepdaughter kind
2: of
0: broke the budget. <laughs> Understood. So I have
2: a feeling that Stabby and I would have way too much fun out of Barnes and Noble.
0: I was just thinking that, that uh Doc was we'd probably getting a basketball. little too excited
2: we'd need a
3: basket, not a carry one either.
0: <laughs> yeah, Doc was getting a little bit too excited that she was shopping at Barnes and Nobles and not buying them on Amazon. <laughs> she was like smiling all big. But uh okay, what <laughs> there's else? something about the smell
2: of a book. There yeah. is. Though I yeah. do love one second, I'm gonna show this one. I love my my cover, my ebook cover.
0: Did uh, you name your ebook? She did, didn't no. she? She's not gonna tell us, but she named it.
2: It's called Nookie. <laughs> I love it because it's a Barnes it. and Noble Nook.
0: Yeah, that's wow. right, you dirty pervs! Shut up. I love it. She did it all for the Nookie. Yes. <laughs> so, how many of them have you burned through before you got to that one? What
2: do you mean?
0: Like, have you worn? This is gonna sound. Have you worn out your nooks because you read oh, so? Oh yeah, much?
2: I've had a Nook since two. 2010 when they first came out.
0: So this is what one a year. Is that about the pace you burn through the battery in the?
2: No, I don't burn through the battery. They actually are really durable. I normally they stop um, supporting the OS system before I actually break them. Which I mean, that's better than my laptops or my phones.
0: Fair. So fair.
2: Um, it may be because I love it more, but I do sleep with it, so it's probably not that. Um,
0: so many jokes we are not going to make
2: so um, leave me alone i'm a
0: single mom all right nick what about you what are you reading uh,
1: i'm a huge daredevil fan picked up this craft novel um actually it's just a collection of like five or six issues but it's done by frank miller who's probably one of my uh my favorite daredevil artists and authors um for those who don't know who frank miller is he uh he did sin city I know. I saw the movie. There you go. That's that's Frank Miller right there. So he's got a reputation of having like um, really gritty, um, street level heroes, or, or just street level characters. So and a lot of it's very noir. So okay. if you're into that kind of stuff, you know Frank Miller's awesome. So uh, in this particular run, um, Karen Page, who was Matt Murdock's former lover apparently gets addicted to drugs and uh sells out daredevil's identity to the kingpin for a fix and so the kingpin is, a a fix. yeah either that or matt murdoch wasn't that good of a boyfriend uh, <laughs> a of a
2: rookie,
1: yeah i'm
2: jared's okay. like i'm not touching that one hey no, no, no. i just I don't
1: know, know, you know, you know, you know, know braille because he's blind so finger Anyway, okay. So, so uh, it's, it's it's essentially Kingpin has gathered every every uh, everybody out of Daredevil's little rogue gallery, and they're just going after him every way they can.
0: Okay, it's been a couple so, of years, since here, so okay. So Apart I just. Me. All right. So Sorry. I just. <laughs> all right. We'll finish, the- finish. Finish, Nick.
1: No, I'm done. I'm telling you
0: to go. Okay, so I just finished uh, the first book of The Last Hunter by Cheney and Mixon, which is like... It has some inspiration I'm seeing of Battlestar Galactica. So basically the gist of this guy's dad was a grand admiral. And we interviewed him about it, which will be airing before this. So you'll have heard him talk about, it. but basically the, his dad was a bit of a jerk. So it affected his career because everybody took out their hatred of dad on him. And so he doesn't make uh, Commodore. So they're going to force him to retire as a captain. And rather than that, they arrange him to get command of the battleships, but it's actually like they're all mothballed and basically museums and so but they have uh, nominally a, a navy presence on them and so he's supposed to like make them able to be with like called up to, to fight the aliens that they were designed for again if necessary as sort oh, of okay. like a, a sunset tour and then the aliens come back and so like they're rushing to get the uh the ship ready it's it's a lot of fun um it was the irreverence that you get a lot of from Chaney and the the space um uh, authenticity that uh Terry brings so it's kind of a Perfect melding of the minds. Um, it had the the a little bit less of the Terry Mixon normally puts in references to modern day pop culture, like to, to ground readers now. Uh, there's always some history nerd who's like, oh, let me talk about this TV series that's two thousand years old, or whatever. Like, he didn't do his hammer
2: that he made in one.
0: Yeah, I mean it was cool. I, it it works. Because if you start having them talk about pop culture that hasn't happened yet, sometimes you can like, it's a bridge too far for some people. It can be, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm
2: just gonna say this. When Terry Mixon put in the thing where the the quirky science grad student created basically like a a version of Thor's hammer, I squealed like a girl, giddy with joy.
0: Yeah, and it broke the sound barrier. That was pretty cool. We're talking about the Empire (laughs) Bones series it's awesome yeah
1: um he actually
0: wrote the the script for Mjolnir on the hammer because they were nervous but anyway so yeah I'm reading that I just finished I'm getting ready to write up my thoughts on it and do a a book review on my website um I've started looking for more like paranormal because I don't know like I I saw somebody sent me something on Wattpad it was very poorly edited but it was werewolves and I'm like this could be interesting. I never really read any of that before, so I'm looking for some of those. Some people have recommended uh, Larry Korea. I thought he did monsters. I didn't know he did werewolves.
2: Yeah, they're Were- werewolves. He kills the the guy in like the beginning of um Monster Hunter International, he kills his boss who's a werewolf. He's trying to eat him.
0: So I don't tend to read a lot of traditionally published stuff just because it's so expensive compared to like the indie book prices but uh i'm gonna tackle figuring out how to do was it OneDrive or whatever it is where you can check ebooks out from the library so I'm, i've determined i'm gonna figure that out so i can start checking out some of these these books but i'm looking for some uh for some paranormal stuff so if you guys got recommendations throw them in the uh in the comment section sure. wow. um and uh and we can we can maybe have some of those authors on too uh we're gonna be having a panel that will probably air before this but where we haven't recorded it yet talking about fireside chat about like uh, werewolves, vampires, and and, and the like. Um, so that should be fun. Uh, Doc's going to have a lot to say on that one. I can already tell.
1: I
2: don't know what you're saying.
0: So, um, but yeah, so if you've got any recommendations and then I am reading, because um, I just realized I downloaded it but never listened to it. I think it's like 14 or 15 in the Empire Phone series by Terry Mixon. And then um, I've got new books in Jack Campbell's um, Oh, i'm john a blank on the name of that series but it was by jack Cameron. Uh, but yeah i've i've I've, re- I've realized i abandoned some series that new books came out that i bought and never listened to, so i'm starting back on some of those series because i own the book so i'm not spending money i don't have i don't know but uh so that's what i'm reading right now uh and it's sometimes you might find the lost fleet series uh, oh, sometimes... really?
2: are you gonna ask us what we're reading on audiobooks
0: yeah well i was just generically whatever we're reading i will say that the last hunter was narrated by jeffrey kafer and i am a little biased because i've hired him to, to narrate some of my stuff but he did a really good job why are you laughing they just announced a
1: new drizzet book from Ari Salvatore. we've tried doing. to
0: get him on the show but scheduling has been a little bit of an issue i'm a little behind on the on drizzet series but i remember the first drizzet is he- Oh, I see. That sounds like a it sounds like a, a frog getting ready to jump out of a boiling pot when you say that. Yeah, he's a total podcast. So I'm not sure how long this episode is going to be because you know we're talking nerdy in books, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw the commercial up. We are we are proud of our sponsor I, this week. I
2: forgot to tell you what um, audiobook I've been listening to.
0: Well, we'll do that when we get back from the commercial. I... Mel Todd paid for the spot. We got to do it. Yeah,
2: I do love Mel Todd.
3: In a world where magic is controlled by law and government, mages are both coddled and persecuted. Corey Monroe knows she isn't a mage, and her best friend is. Reality isn't always what you know. If you are looking for an urban fantasy with found family, an education-based magic system, and evolving storylines, try My Luck by Mel Todd, book one in the Twisted Luck series. Available exclusively on Amazon.
0: Wake nice up! Nice. Alright, so what do you listen to? Honestly,
2: nice. I just finished reading the new one. Alright,
0: what are you reading? Spoilers, darling.
2: I am reading um, book 12 of the Jane Yellow Rock series right now on audiobook. Because we all know that I'm a junkie and I can't just read one book at a time anymore. Okay. So I'm reading Shattered Bonds, and I have been binging the Yellow Rock series. It's 12 books, and there's six in her companion series that's in the same universe. So it's been a
0: while now. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, sorry. No, it's actually like 17, and I just finished. I've read like 13 books, including the anthology collection. one And so- one
0: anthology. What have you um, for your audiobooks? Are you are you doing primarily from Audible? Because I know you like to diversify and on the non Amazon. I've platform.
2: done Audible, but also Barnes and Noble now has an audiobook program. Okay. Okay. So I've been doing that too because.
1: How do you like that compared to Audible?
2: I like it. It still works. It's still very similar to Audible. Um, Audible uh, in setup they have a subscription you can buy audiobooks but you can also buy a subscription and get like x number of books a month and um so i do like it um audible still has some really great contracts that they negotiated when they were really the only business in town where they're like audible only so there's definitely i'm finding that i'm buying series and one app versus series and another app
0: Okay, so you're getting some series on one side and some series on another. Yeah. How does Barnes and Noble compare price price wise?
2: The prices are pretty much the same.
0: Can you do a credit system like you can in Audible, where you get a little bit cheaper sometimes if you buy the credits in bulk?
2: Uh, I think so. I'd have to look more into it. It's fairly new, and I haven't spent a lot of time on it
0: yet. Okay, so uh, this is where we throw it to you, dear reader. If you're reading or reading, if you're listening to audiobooks somewhere other than uh Audible which is the Amazon one let us know what where how you like it because uh you know we're we're always looking to broaden our knowledge of all things nerdy so I've been uh in addition to doing the uh the actual books I've been listening to binge listening to Isaac Arthur's um uh trying to think what his acronym is but he's got a sci-fi uh science podcast that uh that's really good that's uh he's a physicist and he's an army boy. He was in Iraq about the same time I was. Aww, I was. We were all there together, probably. Yeah, he That's was uh, a
2: bonding he... experience. You can braid your non-existent hair together.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, he does. Uh, he was a he was a cannon cocker. So I mean, you know, you take the good with the bad. He's he's a gun bunny. Gun bunny it is uh, i'm trying to think what his channel is it's going to draw a blank the um science and futurisms with isaac arthur there we go science and futurisms and i didn't remember i googled people where was, is that cool. podcast
1: where can we find that
0: podcast it's on, on all audio platforms all and then it's platforms. also on uh youtube and he does uh, if you have science questions he does a monthly like q a episode where he'll do a live stream and i'll answer your questions and so it's 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 cool. It looks at the science and it takes some, some realistic projections. Um, I want to know so. the science
1: behind how a 12-year-old boy can tell me every minute detail about a video game he's playing, but will forget to put a trash bag in the trash can.
2: I know this one. It's called Topic Fixation. It's a psychology, which is a science. It's a soft squishy science, but it's still a science. It's
1: squishy called Topic family.
2: Fixation and being a teenage male you are one of
0: my my son is definitely that anything. way but you'll, you'll uh, get i forgot it. to do that
1: my dad would give me a uh, a kinetic recalibration
0: of my right? yes <laughs> mine too mine
1: too i love that
0: so uh speaking of kinetic recalibration so the the thing i have been doing with the youngest uh, is a bonding time is we've started watching the Daredevil series and a boy so he's really liking it so he was on like season four or something and he's like you got to watch it with me, so we started again. So he's watching it again with me, but then forward with on his own. So uh, I'm learning about Daredevil. Yeah. Apparently, he's really fast. Gross. Daredevil's awesome. Let's talk
1: so, about you.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, did you watch the uh, the series that's on Netflix?
1: Daredevil, yeah, huge fan. Um, so we- they're going to bring Daredevil back with the disney plus and hopefully they don't screw it up because it was really good on netflix they will but they um a lot of people don't know this they introduced a character named echo in the hawkeye series who's getting her own show who is a villain of daredevil so we're assumed we're, we're speculating that echo season one is really daredevil season four because daredevil and kingpin are supposed to be in. okay so So we've
3: been been spending family time um uh watching dr who oh i
1: I made her a whovian
3: i had i can honestly say i had never watched it before i I had never never watched it before i i i i don't know people told me to watch it i just never got to it and so he finally got me to sit down and now it's it's a nightly thing where I should, should do a
0: live react seven a live react as you watch the shows like who would be as scared of a trash can the plunger on it the Daleks ain't scary <laughs> Daleks don't know fear but uh so that's uh oh, the... I love the oods. yeah they their little orbs
3: my favorite is
1: the uh, the Weeping angels those chicks are scary
2: Yeah, no. Angels? Yeah. Don't wait. I have the Doctor Who Lego set. Do you really? What
0: doctor is it? What? Which doctor? Which doctor? doctor?
2: No, it's they only did one Lego Who set.
0: Yeah, but which doctor did they do? I don't remember. Was he wearing a bow tie? All right, people, if you know the right answer, you can leave that in the comment section too, cause Doc I is failing. Really us. To you. So <clears throat> in addition to that, one of the things I, I make them do is sit through some of like the 90s sci-fi. So we're starting on episode one. We're actually well, we're on episode 15 now, but we started with episode one of Stargate after we watched the movie. And we're working our way through all ten really? seasons of that, and then Atlantis and then SGU. They will get addicted, they will learn
2: they have they are not they can't consent otherwise
0: i mean they could say no but then i'm going to ignore it because we're going to call it family bonding time and they're going to do it anyway
1: dad oh, <laughs> you made good. a decision yeah i i recognize you made a decision but since
2: it's a stupid decision i chose you my, <laughs> See, my son loves it it's
1: the chin it's the chin
2: Lieutenant ford is his favorite <laughs> out of atlantis
0: We actually interviewed Lieutenant Ford. The actor's name is Rainbow Son Franks. It has been aired as one of our re released archive episodes as well. And and part of the reason he's the
2: real reason he wants his sons to watch Atlantis is so that eventually they can think he's cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, part of the reason he's so tough is because his name was Rainbow growing up. It's like naming your son Sue. It makes you tough. (laughs) And the cool thing about Rainbow Sun Franks is his dad was actually the voice of Darth Vader on the uh, Star Wars Christmas cartoon that was so maligned. The one that was on uh, Disney Plus?
2: That people have used as fundraisers. Seriously, yes. there was a Dragon Con year where they, they did a fundraiser on the classic film track, I think. And it was you had to pay to get out. <laughs> They have never raised as much money.
1: Thing, Star Wars Christmas Special, even though it's the first appearance of Boba Fett, How
0: did you I feel? You didn't like it at all. I, take I
2: thought it. Boba Fett was in the original three.
0: He
1: his second appearance was in Empire. But so his the first appearance was in uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special.
2: So the Holiday so, Special happened between the movies.
1: So one yeah, of the things, yeah, it happened right that that December of seventy seven.
0: Okay. So one of the things we've
1: talked about. It aired once and never aired again. Carrie Fisher was coked out of her mind.
0: There's a you-
2: reason for it.
0: Oh, it was
1: that. It was horrible. It was so
0: bad. That's what she had to do to get through the plot? <laughs> so one of the things we talked about doing was some fireside chats where we get like in-depth nerdiness on certain genres. So like a one on Lord of the Rings, maybe one on uh, Star Wars, Sarf Track, doctor who like Did we're gonna get some Starf of the
2: track or star Trek?
0: i said star Trek.
2: Yeah, I, didn't sound I was like trying
0: it. not to say barf track because i'm not a fan i will hurt you i know that's why i corrected myself i didn't want to make you look bad i think bad. you would
1: appreciate the series better just for like one of the shows where it has the makos which one's that uh, i think it was enterprise 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 had the makos
0: I watched the uh, Enterprise. I didn't actually find it that bad. That's the one with Scott Bakula uh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one wasn't that bad. Deep
2: space Nine.
0: But that's not a star. That's like a sci-fi show, it's like a space opera with no no spaceships. It's all on the space station. I don't
2: care. So did it's you like fun. Babylon?
0: Did you like Babylon Five as well?
2: Yes, I what? did like Babylon Five as well. <laughs>
0: So, so Stabby, you get going to weigh in. Did you like Babylon 5 and Deep Space Nine? <laughs> Never watched them. Lady of Taste. Oh, I, got a lot of work, I right did
2: out. like Star Trek Voyager, too.
3: Okay, so... I was the middle child growing up. So anything that I got to do, I got to do because it was hand-me-downs. So all of my comic books, all of my books, everything was something from my brothers um and i never ever ever got to choose what was watched on the tv when i finally did get a tv in my room i was not permitted to use the dvr because everybody else had their stuff scheduled
2: but so if i better. went
3: home to watch anything then i didn't get to see it
2: dude your parents were horrible mine at least made us take turns
3: oh no and i i was the only girl and i was the no, cleaner no. of the bathroom
2: my parents got to make, we all took turns. We can negotiate with like your turn came like, but it's not my turn, but it's my show. We had to negotiate. And if we couldn't figure out how to do it, everything got confiscated. That's about right. There's a reason I can negotiate.
0: So speaking of negotiation, uh, not all of the books that we like. Watched- had a follow up episode because you know sometimes they didn't sell enough for them to write book 2 or episode 2 or whatever. So what uh, what are you waiting for? What are you excited to uh, to release that you want to read or watch? Doc.
2: Wait, I didn't understand. Are you So saying- like I
0: just I liked The Last Hunter enough. I'm waiting for I think on the 20th is when book 2 releases an audio. So I'm waiting for that.
2: Oh, so you're what- not talking about series that never got completed.
0: No, I'm talking just in general. What are you waiting for to come out that you want to, you would like to read? I'm making it broadly, uh, broad question.
2: I'm looking forward to Bryce's uh, Bryce O'Connor and Luke Cameclo's um, next book in the to follow up Iron Prince. Okay. Um, but if you're talking completed series, I'm still waiting wherever Lisee Norman is for the next one in that series that she wrote. She oh, what wrote series
0: is 100. this? What series?
2: I can't remember the name of the type of series.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I would look it up for like I <laughs> you normally do. But uh, that—that's a ringing endorsement. do do it.
2: Deal. I'm going. Turning Point is the first one.
0: Okay. So, what about you, uh, Nick or Stabby? Are you, is there anything you're waiting to come out that you're excited about? I'm
1: waiting for a Young Rippa's Isom Number One comes
0: out next month. Nice, nice. That's what about, about you, Stabby? Stabby?
1: Within a week he raised almost two hundred million
0: dollars for that project. Oh good is that that's more than uh is that where does that compare on the Sanderson scale? I have no
2: Everything's idea. Everything's below Sanderson.
0: I don't know how much he got on his Kickstarter They got so much money, it was all over the move. Uh, it wasn't
1: one point eight million dollars, I'm
2: sure. No, it was higher than that.
0: Was oh, it really?
2: It's like the largest Kickstarter in series and ever.
1: There's a the thing though, it's not this isn't through Kickstarter, he just put up a website for pre-sales and
0: (laughs) so So if we're looking all
1: that
0: so if we're looking for things that probably will never happen but i would like to come out they uh they cut stargate universe way too early because like all good shows they go to fox they die uh so they were like well we're going to give you the conclusion in a graphic novel so they give us the graphic novel issue one and they're they, they close some of the loops and then they open more and then they don't finish that either
2: 41 million and change Nick and that was a comic book no
0: no, no it was this a is book. his books oh, this
2: Kickstarter
0: it was actually was a couple a- books
2: it's actually entitled con- a year of Sanderson it's like 12.
0: well you know for a comic book to raise almost
1: two million dollars in a week that's a big deal no,
2: I think it's great. I think we should have more of those because comic books are, in their own I, love. The
1: most I ever raised on a book was like 5500 and <laughs> so that's, that's chunk change
0: in the bucket compared to this guy. Like, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's set the bar really freaking high. Well, you're going to get it. You're going to like totally blow it out of the water with your next comic, I'm sure.
1: No, because I'm doing it backwards. I did the comic first, and now I'm going to try and get like like a YouTube following, but that's this guy had a YouTube following for a while, and then, so he already had kind of like a, a plug-and-play audience. TikTok,
2: TikTok.
1: Nah, TikTok ain't making me no money either. TikTok. That's
2: not, your fans only ain't making any money either.
0: That's because he doesn't charge for his feet. Thanks. I thanks for bringing up all the social media, which I make no money, and I'm a complete loser. <laughs> so you just gotta I get you gotta either. hire the lady I think behind no you. No money. So just hire the lady behind you to be your uh, your social media maven and she can like make you famous she works for free so that's cool you gotta so, at least take her out uh, you. i got no money to pay you so you just, like pay her service is rendered no. and we'll move on yeah.
2: is rendered by <laughs> <service>.
0: <laughs> so so stabby yeah. we uh we interrupted you because we do that a lot to each other uh is there any book or or series that you're waiting for
3: yeah i'm waiting for the storyline to regent by nick garber
1: oh, <laughs> how
3: are you gonna draw me as a cartoon character as a superhero and then i don't have no backstory i don't have i don't have a comic book i just have a picture
0: i'm gonna give you the worst backstory what would be sure. the worst back- let's 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 storyboard this right now what is the, yeah, worst, what's backstory? the worst
3: backstory backstory i don't know he already like, has it as a socialite that randomly that doesn't know uh yeah. you, um, you
1: just by happenstance in a drunken <laughs> stupor run into the superhero that's dying and he gives you an amulet with part of his powers not even all of his powers, part of his powers
2: wait, wait, this is disturbingly like green lantern and ryan reynolds
0: no but it'll be it, better acted i'm sure
3: it's so yeah i've never heard the player <laughs> Sorry,
0: my forehead's too small. Ouch! And this, so did the dog covered all, all, all night.
3: No, my dog will eat the bee because she's smarter than that. My dog stepped on a bee. I forgot to make the tea.
0: All right, all right. So, uh, yeah. what are you?
2: As pop culture references go, <laughs> that's
0: cool. why they had me on the
1: show because I'm you on a pull from that stuff.
2: I'm going to pour myself a mega pint
1: a mega pint there you go see she's on it a mega no no
2: pint? no i'm sorry it's just a large glass a of wine it's
1: necessary
2: pint. a mega pint.
0: a mega pint what is a mega pint i'm out of the loop
3: <laughs> well it's five o'clock somewhere it
0: was all part of the the,
1: the trial the so it was like <laughs> You're then you pour a any
2: time zone pint
1: of wine, and johnny starts laughing he's like i poured myself a large glass of wine
2: a mega i pint. deemed it necessary <laughs> i
0: deemed it necessary okay. So the Amber Heard. The happy uh, hour, happy hour. Okay. It was comedy. You should have watched it,
1: yeah it Oh, like- dude,
2: I loved when they were like, "He's like, I gave Marilyn Manson a pill. He needed to stop talking so much."
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So this is the part where we kick it back to you, dear listener. So, what are you reading? What are you excited for to come out? What are you watching? What should the- read next? What should I read next? I'm cool well, with I that. Have like- pretty
2: pictures for Nick?
0: Pretty pictures for Nick. Uh, we'll any recommendations for 12 step programs for Doc? Uh, you know, whatever we got to do. Sober that girl up. Uh, I understand the day after Dragon Con is when you sober up for the year and then we restart <laughs> for next year. No, it's the Wednesday
1: after Dragon Con is when she starts
0: sobering up. Oh, wait, you've got the after, after, after party for Dragon Con first, right? Is that how this works? No.
2: We have so, the Dead Dog Party Monday night, then there's the Leftovers Party afterwards, and then the next day I spend sleeping.
0: So speaking of, so as usual, because Doc is our co-host, we will do a interview, as many as we can grab, that will come on the show in a timely manner, that are finalists for the Dragon Con, um, and then we will do... Um, once no, don't call it the-,
2: the Dragon Con, call it what it is, because the Dragon Con is the con the dragon award
0: for the dragon award I'll, okay uh we'll try to do that before the final vote once they do the nominees by
2: the way we do have comics
0: so speaking of uh it is possible you could do the thing and nominate still it is still open so if you want to get people on the first on the ballot throw your uh throw your hat in the ring put your books out there people and uh and go from there and maybe you'll you'll even get to see some cosplay of those characters come find
2: me at dragon con
0: that totally wouldn't be creepy at all do it
2: it wouldn't be creepy not compared to other things
0: all right and on that note do you guys got anything else or do you want to call this an early episode because was mostly just you're just checking on what everyone was reading and we'll try to do more of these but i think in the future, we, we need another guest or two to make it, so it's, uh, it's, a, it's an episode.
2: It's the summer. <laughs> it's been really busy.
0: We had a lot of oh, wait, cancellations. Wait.
2: Nick, what con summer. are you going to next?
1: Uh, I'm not going to any conventions, but- So Sunday you're going to stay home and make me a
2: comic book, right? Huh? You're going to stay home and make me a comic book then, right?
1: Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I'm going to do. Good boy. I might start
0: Nick's art house reviews tomorrow, so. Nice. So there, now, uh, look it out. no, I don't, I don't. It's okay. So, uh, as we bring this to a close though, we're going to say, uh, so doc, you're not, are you re- still writing that short story you started a couple years ago back in 2019 where you killed a certain person? Did you ever go back to it?
2: I still have it saved, but right now I'm not doing a lot of writing since my, uh, primary computer died and I haven't gotten the next one in yet.
0: Moment of silence. Okay. I know I hard. love
2: Davis. He was such a good. So, comedian.
0: so what are you working on now, Nick? Uh, and just remind everybody. Uh, right now, we're in pre-production
1: for, Solar Prime Issue Two, and Corvid and Sparrow Number One. Are Wait, you open
0: I... for some? Sub- Go ahead. Go ahead,
1: no, Doc. No, I'll tell you after.
0: Uh, are you uh, open for submissions? We've had a couple people ask about if you took submissions for, um, like, outlines or whatever.
1: Uh, no, not right now.
0: Um, we're.
1: We're really focusing on our own characters. Once we can kind of get going back to that 2018 pace,
0: for those that have been following after you for a while, then we'll start opening up for submissions. But it, it's going right. to be a while. And uh, any ETA on the website? We've had people ask because they, you know, they try to support it's you. The-
1: yeah, um, I'm in contact with a developer right now because I, the last one I did myself, and I know it can be better, and I don't have the skills. So if you don't have the skills? Hire someone that does.
0: Okay. So
1: I'm open for commissions. So if you want some original Nick over
0: art, hit me up. So when, will you do us a favor when that art, that website goes back up, will you throw it up on the uh, the Facebook oh, wow. That's
1: the first place I'm gonna post it.
0: And then we'll fix it to all the social media. So what's up for us? I, I have started looking into, we're gonna set up a link tree and do Rumble and BitChute. I'm trying to find some programs that will automatically, there are other YouTube type platforms. I'm trying to find some uh, programs that will automatically we load on one and it shoots to the other two kind of thing um, to make our job easier because you know we're not making a lot of money on this <clears throat> and uh and so you know, right now we break even on expenses and that's about it uh i have wrote out a list of everything i'd written because i was curious after i had my third uh easy short story published with uh blaster bolts and i realized i had 10 open projects so that's my goal is to start finishing those uh i have four novels sitting here waiting for some final edits that uh if the publisher doesn't use soon i'm thinking i might i might publish myself and just put them in a non-proprietary universe so it looks like 2023 might be my year (laughs) because if i start throwing all those novels up uh it'll be real quick and dirty but you know i just i didn't realize how much i had outstanding and so i am uh i wrote the final battle for the uh military portal fantasy i'm writing with james ward and we realized a lot of our air uh, blackhawk stuff because we had some helicopter scenes we apparently knew nothing and so we were doing some major rewrites because the subject matter expert looked at it and be like yeah you're an idiot fix this <laughs> but this is the beauty of did you know they had wheels and not skids who knew uh this is what happens when you know you know a lot about stuff because you're a history nerd, but you don't necessarily know a lot about stuff that's modern. <laughs> Light infantry didn't get a lot of support. We walked, we had boots. You want to talk about boots? I'm done. But that doesn't make <laughs> compelling stories. So anyway, as we bring this- I'm um, also
2: working on Running Page to Stage Still.
0: Oh, that's um, right. And we did that episode. It should be live. So go check it out. It was good fun. Yes, it
2: is a literary and print media based costume contest
0: so last we're going to start listing where you can find us Nick since your website's currently down uh do you have a Facebook presence where people can come get you I do I have a Facebook presence with uh
1: my artwork and for the company um can I'm on Facebook this is the long part of the segment uh Nick Garber art on Facebook and Instagram and app Comics on Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter both so, of
0: Okay. Um, are you can do it, Nick. Nice. <laughs> uh, Doc gets way too excited about this. Um, so, Doc, where can they find page to stage in your Dragon Con stuff?
2: So, if you go to, um, I think it's the at symbol and then DC page to stage. on, But we are on Twitter as Fantasy Lit we are on DC fantasy lit we have a instagram account and um which is fantasy page to stage and of course we have the fantasy lit page which right now normally we don't plug these things except for I'm madly working on Dragon con stuff so somebody has to humor me because that's all that's left in my brain
0: okay and you can find my stuff at uh, my they website. Nick has OnlyFans. You can find my stuff at my website at jrhandley.com. On all the social medias, if I'm there, it's at jrhandley, because uh, jrhandley, I'm really easy that way. And uh, you can follow us for the show on our Twitter at twitter.com backslash sf underscore fantasy underscore show uh SF underscore fantasy underscore show you can email the show at blasters and blades podcast at gmail.com blasters and blades podcast at gmail.com we have a Facebook presence where all the shenanigans happen at facebook.com backslash groups backslash blasters or blades podcast again backslash groups backslash blasters and blades podcast you can follow us on our website at anchor.fm backslash blasters tack and tack blades again anchor.fm backslash blasters dash and dash blades where you can support the the show for as little as 99 cents a month you can help keep the light on or you can support the show over at buymeacoffee.com backslash author jr handley again buymeacoffee.com backslash author jr handley be sure to put in the comment section that it is for the podcast and i promise i will keep my co-host nick garber and doc Saska duly intoxicated they will drink until their mega pints are empty
2: never empty
0: are you gonna read us bring us home doc or are you just gonna drink she
2: probably yes. good. Uh, right. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us, for everybody present for once: Nick Garber, Stabby, my favorite, and J.R. Hanley. This was the Blasters and Blaze podcast. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, same chaos and mischief. And we never repeat it much. So, I'm uh, sure I'm what?
1: I'm pretty sure she just took my job.
2: Yeah, Uh it's okay. So be sure to join us and have a wonderful time. Thank you for coming.